you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. This is our show. It's called Good Morning Football Schedule Reveal Week. We're excited about that as we'll break it down Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday right here in New York. My name is Kay Adams. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for being just as excited as we are about all things NFL schedule with Peter Schrager, Kyle Brandt, hey. Super Bowl champion Sean O'Hara. Good morning. You guys had a good weekend. It's nice and dry here in New York. Now let's hit the lead block. Let's go to the lead block of the show. Let's go. This is down in Miami at the Grand Prix yesterday. This is all over Twitter, all over socials, and it was so fun. From left to right, you've got F one driver Lewis Hamilton, of course, Michael Jordan, David Beckham, and Tom Brady, absolute legends on legends. Uh, superstars here in the U.S. and internationally, all of them champions several times over. And also down in Miami, Mike McDaniel, Tua Tungavailoa, the Miami Dolphins in full force, repping. Yeah, they also would like to get their own legendary status and maybe a championship. And maybe this season they did make some moves, of course, to get them a little closer. Let's take a look at what the Dolphins did. They mm. traded for Tyree Kill. They signed Teron Armstead. These are game-changing additions to a nine-win team that that narrowly missed the playoffs last year. But Josh Allen is in that division. So let's really go with this mm. thing. Did the Dolphins do enough to challenge the Bills in the AFC East? Kyle, I think I know where you're going. They did a lot. They did some bold moves. The coach is fascinating. The Tyreek Hill thing is fascinating. But bring up what I call the Josh Allen ass-whooping full screen. All right, here's the deal. That's it. 7-1, and 25-5. The, the middle one is what kills me. 20 points a game they lose to the guy. 20. Mm. It's never close. I mean, that is the average, mind you. There's some, some a lot more than that. So... 
Tyreek Hill's fascinating and McDaniel's fascinating. Are they 19.3 points fascinating? Here's what I like about Miami. Exciting times. And I don't know if it's naive to say this feels different. The coach feels different. And the Tyreek thing feels different. When can you remember in the last quarter century that the Dolphins made a move equivalent to Tyreek Hill? Brandon Marshall, Reggie Bush, really good players. Tyreek Hill is, is the one. He is the, it is the boldest move I think they have made on offense in my entire adult life. And so I think it's going to make a difference because also there's no one on the planet, maybe outside of Patrick Mahomes, that is less intimidated by the Buffalo Bills than Tyreek Hill. He beats them every year. He beats them in the playoffs. He doesn't care. He tore their heart out in the playoffs last year and held it in front of them. It's a great guy to bring in. I would just say, if you're a Miami fan, I say this, the schedule comes out this week. Who cares about the opener? Who cares about the bye week? Look for buff on the schedule. B-U-F. Is it late? Is it early? Is it home? Is it away? Because I come back to this all the time about the moves they made. It sounds great. For years and years and years and years, Buffalo used to make those moves and they would try to beat New England and they could never do it. Don't let Buffalo become your New England because they're well on their way and you can't just say, well, Josh Allen cleans our clock every time we play and that's two losses every year. We're still going to try to win the division. I hope they did enough. Tyreek is a great move. Is it 19 points enough? I'm not sure yet. Mm. Yeah, how about the Grand Prairie being in Miami and you're talking about speed. So yeah. it fits perfectly right there. Tyreek Hill absolutely gives this offense some teeth and I can't help but look at the Dolphins and say, all right, look, every year I feel like they spend a lot of money. Every year they're in the top five in free agency spending this year their top three it feels different because Does these it? guys are proven players Tyreek Hill proven Teron Armstead proven this it offense is. the one thing that I feel I go back to is as a player we used to have a saying like don't make it don't mistake activity for achievement mm -hmm. so they've been very active signing players they, they did well in the draft but there's Chase Edmonds right there another addition all right now they got to put it all together so the pressure really is on Mike McDaniel. And to your point, that 19 points, all right, how do you close that gap? The margin of a defeat has been 19 points. Sure, your defense could get better. I thought their defense was pretty solid, but it's all about the points. They've got to find a way to score some points. In two games last year against Buffalo, two, two L's that they took, they scored 11 total points. One mm -hmm. was a rushing touchdown by Tua. So uh, for Tua, this is huge. This is a big year for him. And if you want to have any chance to even compete with Buffalo, with the Bills. You've got to find a way to find that end zone. Mike Gesicki, they got to get creative. they got to all of a sudden find new ways to use Tyreek Hill. I think for Tua, he's got all the pieces around him right now. The Miami Dolphins said, look, we're going to give you every mm -hmm. opportunity to mm -hmm. succeed. Now it's on him. He's got the race car. He's got the paddle shift. Drive it. All right? got to hit those quarters mm -hmm. on all the terms. Mm -hmm. Hit the apex. Did you guys watch the race? Did anyone watch the race? No. Was, the F1 race? No. It was I awesome. Did it. I don't know. And I'm like new to it. It's around the Dolphins stadium, uh -huh. and they've got a track, and from go Verstappen, who's this young upstart and just blows yeah. by two Ferraris and he's in the Red Bull car and he's, he just, Red Bull? he's able to hold on. And I'm like, wow, football mind. That is so symbolic mm. of the AFC East because you've got the Bills yeah. and the Patriots and then the Dolphins. It's not just the Bills. They got to get past the Patriots who made the playoffs last yeah, year. And I'm looking at this team. You mentioned speed. Like, at least they have an identity. I know what this Dolphins team is. They're fast. Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, Cedric Wilson, Trent Sherfield, Edmonds, Mostert, Gaston. I don't know if there's a faster team in the league. Mm -hmm. And then you add in Mike McDaniel, who I think is going to get the very most out of their quarterback. They at least have a chance, and they've got a drive to survive here. Like, yeah, they've got go. a shot. Are they Verstappen? Are they the best in the business? Verstappen. Verstappen. I don't know. I don't know, but they have an identity. We know what they want to be. They're going to be fun to watch. They are going to be uh, fast all over the field. They're going to be quick to the huddle, and they're going to be this combination of like the Shanahan running power offense, and then this speed game with Waddle and Hill and Sherfield. Mm. Feels different? 
It does feel different. Okay, good. It feels different. They at least have an identity right yeah. now. Mm -hmm. Like, I know what they're going into battle with. Okay. And for that, they've got a shot. They are in a better place now than they were a year yeah. ago. But are they Max Verstappen yet? Probably not. You know who else isn't Max Verstappen? Tua Tunga Vailoa. And we're all sort of mentioning the weapons and the speed, and Mike McDaniel getting the most out of his quarterback is about the deepest that we went into Tua Tunga Vailoa, yeah. when really it's all on his shoulders. It truly is. And he did take a step from, you know, the year pre previous to last year into what we saw in 2021 during the season. We need that kind of a step. Do I need a Patrick Mahomes 50 touchdown, 5,000 yard situation from him? I really don't because the roster is so loaded and they can do so many different things. But it all hinges on this because you were taken inside the top five and I expect a little more from you, Tua. And now you have no reason to not go out there and totally crush it the way that I know you can, the way that this whole table will root you on mm -hmm. to do that, of course. But with the talent they have at his disposal, uh, he doesn't need to put the team on his back because it's loaded, but a huge leap from last year to this year needs to happen. Obviously, Teddy Bridgewater, you know, you hope you don't see him. No, no, no. Uh, that's not looking good for This feels like Alabama, though, doesn't it? Like, yeah. this is when he was at his best, he was surrounded by talent. He was maybe not even the best player on the field. You're telling me they can't push the Patriots if all that works yeah. out and he's good and he's takes a leap this in they the right direction. push the Patriots, but yeah. I see at the bottom of the screen doing a challenge Bills. They got to get off the I don't care. The Bills are BUF. Um, BUF is what you uh -huh. look for. What do we do with these Chicago Bears? No big free agent signings, no first round draft pick, but we do have this new Bears GM, Ryan Poles, has some high praise for his starting quarterback. Um, my level of belief is sky high. And the one thing that you can tell, the way this guy's moving around the building right now is he is locked on, he is focused, and he wants to be great. He's a first in, last out type guy. Not even type guy, he is that guy. And he's pulling this team together. Last year was such a mess. Big compliments coming from the team's new GM. My expectations for this team aren't sky high. Uh, Ryan Poles is talking about the potential mm -hmm. of Justin Fields there. Kyle, I don't even really know how to feel. There's no juice. They're clearly in a rebuild. But he's got to be better than mm. he was last year, and I'm sure he will be. You feel the table just coming down right now? Mm. We're talking about the Chicago Bears, one of the oldest franchises, this young, very athletic, very talented, exciting quarterback. And we're just... Let's do a little juice, okay? Let's just inject a little juice. Do not forget the capability, the potential. Let's show Justin Fields at his best against one of the best teams in the entire NFL last year. Let's roll. A little juice here. Football at the 21-yard line. It's fourth down. Here we go. Fields with eight on the play clock, trying to get everybody set. Fields was going to do something with it, but it was not this. He's trying to get out of trouble. Breaks out of a tackle left. To the 15, 10, 5, end zone, touchdown! Touchdown, Bears! 22-yard ad-lib play. A broken play turns into six for Justin Fields. All right. Jeff Joniak, we love you. A broken play turns into the highlight of the year. They're going to need a lot of that next year. It's going to be rough. I'm not kidding. They have their work cut out for them. It's going to be Mooney, and it's going to be Komet and Montgomery, and Fields make some plays to get behind those linemen. The Bears are probably going to be starting two rookies in the secondary, and they haven't done that in 50 years. It's rough. There's no spikes. There's no dramatic thing. It's just, Justin, we got a new coach for you. He's a defensive coach, but we're going to try. We're going to put people in front of you, run around and make some plays. I'm not going to disillusion or BS any fans saying, I think they can. It's going to be rough. And and when we know about Justin Fields, he's very tough and he keeps his mouth shut. And I think he's going to need to next year. I think, I think it's it. pretty scary that this time last year, I feel like we were glowing about Justin Fields. It was we amazing. We were talking about him like he might be rookie of the year, your favorite movie. Now, uh, I have more questions now than I did at this time last year about Justin Fields, not just him, but the Bears. Justin Fields in preseason last year went on record saying, when they asked him about the speed of the game, he yeah. said, actually, the game was a lot slower than I thought it would right. be. And some people took that uh, offensively. But then you fast forward to week two, 
and Justin Fields get sacked nine times in a fantastic. football game. Yeah, I, I want to see Justin Fields running with the with the football. I want to see him, you know, with these electric plays. But we saw too much. Hey, look, you know what? First guy's that open. All right, I'm going to tuck it and run it. All right, I'm getting smoked. He took some vicious hits. Uh, Justin Fields got rocked. So what, what are my expectations for him this year? I, I want him to protect the football, but I want him to protect himself. I hope in this offense, this ball is coming out and it looks more uh, functional. But most importantly, Justin Fields, he, he's got to make it through the season. Yeah, and no that's what you got to do as a young yeah. quarterback. I know you're athletic, and I know that you want to run the football, but take care of your body. You know, I look at Detroit. They've got juice. They've got energy. Something. You, you love Jamison Williams and, and Aiden Hutchinson. And, and Campbell. At, and Campbell. And then even at the wide receiver, you've got Amon Ross, St. Mm-hmm. Brown, and Jamison Williams. And then you look at Green Bay, and they've got Rodgers and what they've got. And, of course, they've got their own question mark. And then, naturally, the Vikings have Justin Jefferson and Thielen and Dalvin Cook. The Bears, it's hard for me to get excited because mm. empirically there's not that talent at the offensive skill positions. I, I want to see Darnell Mooney take this giant jump in year three, and there maybe is a chance. Like, everyone says this guy is awesome, but is Mooney going to be a top 10 wide receiver in the league? Because the other wideouts for our guy Justin Fields, Equiminius St. Brown, who couldn't cut it in, in Green Bay to ever be like the true number two, Byron Pringle, Nasimba Webster, David Moore, the rookie Valus Jones out of Tennessee. I, I don't know. It's asking a lot out of fields. And they don't have the pure talent at wide receiver for him to suddenly be that mm-hmm. guy. What will satisfy Bears fans this year? Hmm. What will satisfy them? I would love to know. At Gene McBee with your thoughts. What does Pete Carroll's confidence in Drew Locke mean for the Seahawks? We'll discuss that and more next. Robert Quinn, there's your excitement. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. 
They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. The schedule will be released May 12th right here on NFL Network. Getting you set for that. We'll be making predictions, of course, ready to break it all down. You never know when some news will trickle out, so keep it right here on Good Morning Football. And welcome to our show as we sit here on May 9th. My name's Kay Adams, Peter Schrager. Kyle Brandt is here. We have Super Bowl champion Sean O'Hara. Guys, let's do it. We're going to dig right into it because we got to talk a little Seahawks here. They passed on a quarterback a few times in this year's draft. We've heard Pete Carroll speak highly about his new quarterback, Drew Locke, before. Take a listen, though to how he thinks Locke stacks up against the rookie class coming into the league. Pete, if, if Drew Locke was in this year's draft, where do you think he would have been picked? I think he'd been the first guy picked, uh, of the quarterbacks anyway. He, he, he'd been the first guy in this draft. I don't have any hesitation saying that. I think he would have been right up there. Good to hear. We know Coach Carroll has not closed the door on adding a veteran quarterback, though, as well. What does this confidence mean to you, Shregs, in terms of Drew Locke and the Seahawks? Fit? I kind of like it. Like, I kind of like it. Maybe this is what Drew Locke needed. Let's do the Drew Locke apology for the last few uh, years that we've seen. All right. Drew Locke never won a big game. Drew Locke never got to the playoffs. Drew Locke never fulfilled expectations. However, Drew Locke was in an offense that wasn't coached with anyone as innovative as Shane Waldron, the new offensive coordinator. Drew Locke never had the offensive, uh, you know, two guys up front that they're going to have with these new first round and third third round picks that they have in Seattle. And he's never going to have the running backs head behind him. So as much as we love Javante and Melvin Gordon, I got to think the Seahawks running backs room is as good as anybody right now. Take a look at what they already had in Rashad Penny and Chris Carson at running back. Rashad Penny had maybe the best run of any running back in football the last few weeks of the season last year, finally fulfilling his first round pick status. Then you had Carson and then now you add Kenneth Walker, who I think could be the best running back in this draft. You've got a three-headed monster back there, but they didn't end there. They also took two offensive tackles in this draft, Charles Cross and obviously Abraham Lucas. Now, all these guys that they took in the top 72, they took all these players before the second quarterback was taken in this draft. So they must have been all in on either Drew Locke or Geno Smith. I think they're going to have these two guys battle it out. But I totally respect Pete saying, like, I'm going to give the confidence to this guy. Instead of saying, well, it's an open competition. Well, I don't know if Drew's like, well, you know, the way our draft board looked up, the offensive tackle position. He's like, no, Drew Locke would have been better than Kenny Pickett. Sorry, unapologetically, we like that. I'm fascinated in, like, the second chapter of Drew Locke's career because I think, objectively, the Seahawks right now on paper have the worst quarterbacks room in the NFL. Mm. I look at Drew Locke, Jacob Eason, and Geno Smith, and I'm like, I don't know if there's a number one there. I could look at any of the 31 other 
other teams and say, hey, those are the guys I would want. I over think Gino's the best player. And Gino might be better than Drew yeah. Locke, but I like Pete's confidence in them. Sure. So for me, I, I'm into it and I respect the heck out of it that Pete's like, I'll ride with my guy mm-hmm. and we're going to go and to Pete's war so with fascinating because what, what is Pete doing? How long is Pete going to want to be mm-hmm. head coach? It's fascinating from his vantage point what he wants to do for the rest of his career. It's amazing his, his confidence. And his positivity. I mean, two things with, with Pete Carroll. You know he's going to chew the hell out of some gum, and he's going to be positive about everything. Mm. He's trying to speak that confidence into his quarterback and into his team. But uh, it's obvious that Pete's okay with a rebuild here. He's not going anywhere. And forget about his age. You can throw that out the window. He's rebuilding this thing. Peter just laid out for you the tackles that he took. Abraham Lucas, Charles Cross. He's rebuilding this offense. And Pete's saying, I can still win games with young quarterbacks and not ask them to do too much. The last time we saw this movie before, it was Russell Wilson, who they drafted in the third round, and he'd be out, I think Charlie Whitehurst or was no, it Matt Hill? Matt Flynn. Matt Flynn. Travis right. Jackson. The Nobody knew who Russell Wilson was, and he's starting Week One. You just showed Rashad Penny. All right, maybe he's not beast mode quite yet, but this was what their offense was going to be. They're going to run first. For years, they led the league in more runs per game than any other team. That's what they did. They had, Russell Wilson was throwing the ball 19, 20 times, and when you go back and you look at Russell's first couple of years, this is what the Seahawks did. I mean, that's what you're going to get. You're going to get a healthy dose of running the football. We're not going to ask our quarterback to win us the game. Then they changed to let let Russ cook. Then after they paid Russ, then they had to start, yeah. The guys who you pay, when you're a GM and you're looking at your roster, you're saying, okay, if I'm going to pay a guy Mm. the most money on the team, he better touch the ball every damn play. If he's not touching the ball enough, then he's not going to warrant that salary. So that's how things started to change. But Pete Carroll's clearly going back to the roots, going back to this early on and saying, look, we're going to be physical up front. We're going to run the football. Drew Locke will benefit Mm -hmm. from that. Pete's confidence means Drew Locke's going to start. I'm really surprised by this. I thought for sure it was going to be Jimmy or it was going to be Pickett. or It's Drew Locke. They're done. He's saying that we're going to battle with him. In a way, it's not, it's not surprising because I think Drew Locke, for all his faults on, as a player so far, is a very compelling guy, like very charismatic, very bold, very confident. I think it's a Pete Carroll type of guy that when you meet him, you're like, yeah, this guy's talented. He's got something to say. I like it. There is something that follows Drew Locke around, and it's the sideline rapping. And you probably know what I mean if you've seen this show and you follow the NFL. This is the clip of him at the end of a game. It's a win over the Raiders, and he's rapping along to the stadium PA thing, and it, it you know, it blew up, and it's this really cool thing. And this was like... This was the apex for him. Let me give you the context. The Broncos, this is week 17. They have won four out of five. They were the hot team heading into the offseason. We talked about a ton about how they're going to be back and they're going to win the AFC West. And da, da, da. Start the season, next season, 0-3, he gets hurt, and we really never heard from him again. It was this moment. And if Joe Burrow does this moment, it's like, oh, my God, he's dripping with swag. He's the coolest guy ever. But Joe Burrow would go out there and throw for 400 yards at Jamar Chase and win. Here's the problem with Drew Locke. He messes up a lot. Like, he just makes bad decisions. He throws a lot of interceptions. And what's enticing about him is that, like, he really does have something. I don't think he's just a guy. A lot of the quarterbacks in this year's draft were accused of being just a guy. Drew Locke is really talented. He has that thing. He just makes dumb decisions. So we thought he was going to be this next superstar when he's rapping. He goes in the offseason. It hasn't happened yet. And so if you're going to bring him in and say we're going to run the ball, that's great. But, like, you do have to go and play the Rams. Mm -hmm. And you have to be like, well, it's third this third quarter drew go out and beat us and here comes donald and there's ramsey like don't throw an interception he threw 15 picks in 13 games like he makes a lot of mistakes so josh allen made a lot of mistakes as a young guy baker mayfield name name it burrow is a rookie before he got hurt fine we, we got to rein that in because if he goes out there and throws 15 interceptions the seahawks are going to be a top 10 draft pick next year i mean they i don't think that 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 good of a team and also dk runs a little hot sometimes like yeah. and he had a hall of fame quarterback what's this relationship like maybe is it better because Locke is younger maybe they have more of a kinship but but if he doesn't get the ball and Locke does throw three interceptions in the first half, what is DK doing at halftime? I don't think it's all that great. I think it's a little combustible. I'm rooting for the guy because I like his personality. But, like, I'm shocked this is where they win. 
put it that way. I, I, I can't believe they landed on them. I like the like zigging while everybody else is zagging with their you know vertical game. They're going to be this thing. Something's going to happen after Thursday. So and all Friday long will be this win loss erotica that happens in nice. the NFL and the NFL best. media. You know what I'm talking oh, yeah. about? The wins and losses, the boards, the all of that. And I respect it, but I feel like the Seahawks are that team in 2022 that everybody's just going to put automatic win against, automatic mm. win against because we don't know what they're doing. They're rebuilding. It's yeah. obvious. All of that. I think Bears. they're going to be a tricky. Out. They might not contend in the NFC West for the division crown. I understand that, but they're going to be like a pesky team. They've got a coach. They've got a coach going back to what he does best, which is run the ball a ton, and they have a capable quarterback. I'm not ready to make them the low hanging fruit of the NFL like I think others are. Yeah, they're pesky. They are, and they've got talent everywhere. And Jamal Adams isn't going anywhere. He's going to have a season that he's going to want to prove people wrong. Here, here's my question though: Do you guys think he's they're done. What would they do? Baker, like, where Baker Mayfield, Baker. Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, if it was going to be Baker, it would have happened by now, right? And the fact that he's saying that he's the guy I believe in, I, I just can't see it going down like that. And Jimmy is not going to go in division. Same thing we've been saying for months. Is I there be- something we're missing? No. Can I- he bring Baker in after after being so gung-ho on uh, yes. Drew Locke? And Drew, you know, even like, I, don't I don't even know if Drew Locke's the number one right now. I think Geno Smith really? has oh. a lot of fans in the building. So like, I think that's going to be a competition. This quarterback's room is as enigmatic to me as any in the league because they didn't get Deshaun Watson. They didn't have a role in anything. And they traded away Russell Wilson and they weren't like, we're getting one of these uh-huh. top guys. Uh, two-time Super Bowl champion Kyle Van Noy said his signing with the Chargers is a match made in heaven. I've heard that before. Let me ask you gentlemen this. What is your match made in heaven 2022 AFC matchup? Let's keep it specific. There's one matchup that I cannot wait to see and it's the Chiefs and the Broncos. Like, Well, they play every year twice, yes, but it has been a one-man show for the last several years. Take a look at what Patrick Mahomes has done to the Broncos since Peyton Manning essentially retired. 9-0 all-time against Denver. It's a crazy statistic. He doesn't lose. It's, it could be at home. It could be in the snow in Denver, which was one of the more fun games that Mahomes and Kelsey had. Never lost to him. Well, guess who's at the quarterback position now for Denver? Mm. Russell Wilson. Guess what Russell Wilson's career all-time is versus Patrick Mahomes? Is it 1-0, Peter? 1-0. It's 1-0. The only time they played... Russell Wilson beat Mahomes. It was back in 2018, Mahomes' first year as a full-time starter. And and Russell Wilson on a Sunday night said, you know what, enough of this Mahomes mania. It's time for the Broncos to beat the Chiefs. When are they going to do it? Where will this game be played? I cannot wait to see the first time Mahomes the Chief plays. Russell Wilson, the Bronco. I cannot wait for this. It's time for the Broncos to have some more juice and be back into one of these conversations where it used to be we always talked Broncos. We haven't in years. (laughs) Russell Wilson has you wrapped around his finger. I've never seen such a flip. He got you. I'm in love with him. You're in the palm of his hand. He's obsessed with the process, not the outcome, and I love that about him. Yeah, Schrager, I saw on his belt, it says, let's ride. Talking about matchups, don't you love rematches? I certainly do. Uh, give me the give me the Chiefs and the Bengals. This is a rematch of the AFC Championship game. For anybody that, that doesn't remember this game, Mahomes and the Chiefs went nuts right out of the gate. They were up 21 to three, and it looked like they were gonna just waltz right into the Super Bowl. Did it? And Mahomes could do no wrong. And then all of a sudden, the game started to go sideways a little bit. And, you know, Burrow makes a throw here, makes a play. That is at the end of the game, fourth quarter. Mahomes trying to do too much. Ball comes out. They end up having to sell for a field goal to take him in overtime. And he tries to go to Tyreek Hill. Tipped ball, picked off. Bengals obviously go on to win this game. Joe Burrow came alive in that game too, though. And there was a couple of third and sevens where all of a sudden he's like, all right, Mahomes, all right, I see your Russell Wilson highlight shregs, and I raise you one. Yeah. Joe Burrow running down the middle of the field, sliding, 
All right, there was another one where he was high-stepping. He's doing highlights from a game? Give me, give me a little projection. What do you think's going to happen this time, Sean? <laughs> Good question. I remember watching this game in person. Yes, we were all... No, it's going to Tyree Kill. We do have Jamar Chase. Uh-huh. All right, so I, I can't wait to see Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow pick up right where they left off. No Tyree Kill, but two of you picked Chiefs as your matchups. Interesting for your dream matchups. Uh, what do you got, Kyle? Imagine not... Picking Chiefs Bills. Really? Yeah. What do you mean, really? Another Three Chiefs. Three Chiefs. Another Chiefs one. Okay. Chiefs Bills. No turnovers in this game last time. I'm not going to do the whole AP recap. I, I don't want Peter coming across <laughs> the table. AP recap. I think this was the greatest football game ever played. Yeah. I don't know when this is going to go down, and I'm really curious about it. And I hope it's you know there's this tendency with schedule release. We want the good games. We want the good games. Chill. I don't want this game week one, two, three. I don't. I like the teams to marinate for a little bit. I like them to get good. Right, I like last the- year. Bucks play the Patriots, most anticipated game, week five. Uh huh. And it was because what if Brady gets injured? And like, but I like I remember Cowboys Bucks open the season, and it was just an odd game. And like, you know, you guys know this. I hate week one. It's very exciting, but I don't think it's the best football. So I I mean, I would be fine with this week ten, week eleven. But this is the game on the schedule. When you print it out, this will be the first first game that everybody looks at. Because look, it wasn't just a great game. There's it changed the NFL. They changed the overtime rule because of this game. There's controversy. There's intrigue. Is Tyreek the difference? Like, that game was just unbelievable. Still, that's the one I want. That'll be the one, by the way, when we do this segment a year from now. It's still Bills Chiefs. For 2023, that's the one. Though. 13 seconds, you say it. And they create- yeah, the 13 yeah. seconds thing is unbelievable. That's the thing. I, I have that's one, the- and we'll get to it. But first, yeah. the Chiefs. Everybody's, ex- you know, there's, I think, a national fall off from thinking the Chiefs are going to be the most exciting to watch. Can they do it without Tyreek, without Tyron Matthew and all that? You guys are all three still in on Mahomes is that dude. Yeah. He's going to do that. I love that. I love hearing that. I just hope they run more. You know what I'm looking at, guys? Mm. Bengals Bills. Nice. Are we kidding? Do you mm-hmm. know that Josh Allen has never played Joe Burrow? Hmm. They didn't, we didn't get to play them last year, so now I don't know when it's going to be. I, like you, would like it to be at the end of the Wait. season. We know it's the Bills going to Cincinnati hmm. for that game. That's going to be epic because Burrow versus Allen, we haven't seen it before, and it's round one between them. And Bill's Bengals was like a great rivalry in the late 80s, early 90s, when it was Ooh. Jim Kelly and Boomer Esiason, mm-hmm. and they would face off in the playoffs every year. And I, Like, that's a primetime window for sure, right? Come absolutely. on. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right. What are the Bengals this year? We don't know. Like, this is, I, what? We don't. I don't know. We'll see. I, are they the best team in the AFC North? We've said it here, but mm-hmm. gosh, the Ravens get Lamar back, and the mm-hmm. Bill, it, that's why it's going to be fun. We'll see. Mm-hmm. How do you stagger them? Mm-hmm. Where do you place this game? Did you have a second pick? Like when you when you were saying that you wanted that Chiefs game, you, was there one you were wrestling with? Yeah, because I think Russell Wilson going back to Seattle is cool too. Mm-hmm. I know I'm very big on Russell Wilson today, yeah. but like when you get an all time great going back into that building, there's emotion and like when we saw Brady go into New England, there was like these warm feelings of like, okay, that's pretty cool. It's not the same obviously as Brady, mm-hmm. but Russ was taking them to the playoffs every year. I won a Super Bowl with them, mm-hmm. and does he welcome back with warm arms, or because mm-hmm. he kind of pushed his way out, did the Seahawks? fans reject him. Oh, totally warm You think warm? Yeah. I think the Brady thing had a little more zip to it where it was, is there bad blood? We're always so obsessed with him Mm. and Belichick and Kraft and that whole inner workings. But, I mean, the way Russell carries himself, the way Pete carries carries himself and I think it's nothing but warmth. But it's like feel good that I would also like to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Maybe it's like warmth, but it's also just pure decibels when he's out there on the field on offense. You know, like the 12s yeah. will be losing their mind trying to mess him up. Yes, Peter. No mention of the defending Super Bowl champions. I know, the Rams. Is there no they buzz? The I, there might not be. It might have been that was the apex, and it's like, all right. Because this is more about a matchup. Like, is yeah. there a matchup that really, like, blows your hair back? And not in the West for me. I feel like the really Raiders. Cardinals, Raiders, 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 Patriots with, with McDaniels, yeah. Yeah. obviously, and the Patriots coming into town. That, that one kind of. about the Rams? I was chewing on Rams. 
do anything for you? I feel like every matchup for them is going to be great because you're mm-hmm. the defending Super Bowl champions. Everybody's mm-hmm. gunning for you. So yeah. it's, from them, it's... Uh, How about you, finish. Peter? No, it's AFC. We're talking AFC, but I was just thinking the Rams, like, you know, what's the game you're waiting for? Was there any matchup in the AFC West that you're not like, oh, hell yes. No, it's a thing. Chargers, Broncos, yeah. Raiders, Chargers. Yeah. Doesn't, they're all, just spin the wheel in the West, and I'm in on that. Uh, right now, we know who, we know mm-hmm. where, we know a couple wins, but May 12th, you'll find out them all. 32 teams, 17 games, the entire 2022 NFL schedule will be revealed right here on NFL Network. Listen, we got breaking news today. You <laughs> don't know how many of those games might be revealed before the actual schedule release. So keep it right here on NFL Network for that. That show and the full reveal is at 8 p.m. Eastern on Thursday. And we've got more Good Morning Football coming up. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Good morning, football. 
a special week here on NFL Network and especially right here on Good Morning Football because we have the schedule release. That's right. Every game, where it is, when it is, who's playing, what it means right here on NFL Network. I'm getting vibes that like information's going to hit us before that Thursday night schedule. So I would, if I were you, keep it here on NFL yeah. Network for all the information. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. We got some breaking news. Yep, earlier this morning. So Joe Buck and Troy Aikman visited Good Morning America and they gave a bit of a teaser ahead of that full schedule release. Week two double header on Monday Night Football, first at 7:15 p.m. Eastern, over on ESPN. There's an AFC powerhouse matchup, the one seed from last season, the Tennessee Titans. Derrick Henry and company heading to Buffalo to take on Josh Allen and the Bills. Then at 8:30 p.m., so kind of around the city, it overlaps. Over on ABC, it's Kirk Cousins and the Vikings heading into Philly to square off against Jalen Hurts, Devontae Smith, and the new addition, the shiny new toy known as AJ Brown. So, is there something? that we are hyped to see from this Monday Night Football double feature. You know who's having a day right now? Whoever is the graphics engineer for ABC ESPN, they're like, oh, sweet, that Vikings game, I am set. Here's my first graphic full screen, Kirk Cousins in prime yep. time. <laughs> Two and nine on Monday Night Football, 10 and seven in prime time. You know it, you love it, and you're going to see it. This follows him around for years. It has, um, even on this very show, when he uh, beat the Orleans Saints in the playoffs, Peter Strager got up and said, I don't want to hear any more about Cousins in big games. Nope. Nope, we are still going to talk about it. But it's it's a little different now because we have a coaching change. We got all kinds of change in, in, in Minnesota. And I'll tell you guys, I recently went traveled to Las Vegas for Las Vegas, uh, the NFL draft. I talked to two different people who I would consider plugged in people and they both said, no team that I can remember in the last several years has needed a coaching change more than the Minnesota Vikings needed a coaching <laughs> change. The Mike Zimmer thing was great. It had run its course. He probably stayed a year or two too long. Due respect to him. It was time for a change. Young, fresh offense. Kirk Cousins, say what you want about him, is great television. It's never going to be boring. We will see that primetime graphic. Hopefully he gets on the right side. But I'm looking forward to the Vikings. I love it. Early on, Cousins and a new coach. Let's go. Cousins. It's cool. We talked about the great games from yeah. last year. We've done Chiefs-Bills in the playoffs. We mm-hmm. did the Chiefs, obviously, playing the Bengals, even the Super Bowls. I go all the way back to last year, Monday Night Football, Titans-Bills. And you might not remember this, but the Bills at the time were 4-1. and one. The Titans were 3-2. and two. And the Bills, it's 34-31 Titans, and the Bills are driving here. And on second down, Josh Allen looks for Emmanuel Sanders, and it's incomplete. On third down, Josh Allen looking, looking, looking. He's like, I'm going to go, and I'm going to run, and I'm going to go. Guys. Dives. All right. It's short. Okay, roll out the field goal unit, right? McDermott sends out Josh Allen in a shotgun on fourth down. He comes up here, does a sneak, and the Titans stuff him, and the Titans win. And it was a major, major victory for Tennessee in a season that would eventually see them lose Derrick Henry, but go on to still be the one seed. That win right there was like, we could play with anybody. We could stop them. We could stop Josh Allen. Mm And now week two, we're here, and it's like Monday Night Football on ESPN. Let's roll it out. And although Buck and Aikman are on that Eagles game, I'm here for Steve Levy and Lewis Riddick sure, in this game. Yeah, you are. Give me this game on ESPN. I like it. I can't wait to see what the Titans roll out and whether they're able to stuff Josh Allen yet again. Yeah, give me Levy and Lewis. I'll take it. You could have your Kirk Cousins and the station wagon that he is. I want the Tonka truck. Give me the Jeep. Give me the Escalade mm-hmm. in the Titans' bills. Mm-hmm. That's Josh Allen and Derrick Henry. That's okay. what I'm talking about. That's my reference. And you know what else I like to do on Monday Night Football when I'm watching football? What are you Taking doing? notes. You know, we're hanging out. Mm-hmm. It's also Miller time. So as much as we're talking about the quarterbacks and That's how great, great they are and how they run the world, 
It's Miller time. Buffalo Bills fans, yeah. you know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the high life. I'm talking about Vaughn Miller in a Buffalo Bills uniform. It yeah. will be our first time seeing him on prime time right here. And I, I, this is exactly what they needed. I mm -hmm. called him the big, the big game hunter earlier on this offseason. I can't wait to see his effect on the game, not just for, uh, look, you're playing Derrick Henry, you got to play mm -hmm. first and second down too to get to the quarterback. Don't but. you have big game hunter in your basement, Sean? Isn't that the peg for that? Yeah, yeah, and Vaughn Miller's got the high score. Oh, my God. It came loaded already. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the on the high score. Can't beat it. It's, it's unbeatable. <laughs> so I can't wait to see Vaughn Miller and his new team. Vaughn Miller has won two Super Bowls. Yeah. All right, with two different teams. He's trying to make it his third. I think you talked about it, how he'd be the first person to win yeah. three Super Bowls on three teams. You've already put it out there for them. You know, it's Super Bowl or bust. So now the pressure's all on. I can't wait to see what Vaughn Miller does this defense. Mm -hmm. They might be able to stop the run now. We'll see. One of my favorite things in any NFL season or team or what I look for or what I know that I'm attracted to mm -hmm. is the best friendship between a quarterback and a wide receiver. Like whatever develops between them, the Joe Burrow and uh, Jamar Chase vibe that when Stephon Diggs got to Buffalo, he and Josh Allen had something special going. But I'm hoping that's A.J. Brown and Jalen Hurts because I, I can't if you guys tell me. I can't remember a time that the Eagles had that narrative where it's the quarterback to the wider, what is it, like Michael Vick, Deshaun Jackson, maybe, but I don't even know if they were really close. I feel like the Eagles never get this. AJ said that they established a friendship, he and Jalen Hurts, when Jalen was recruiting him to Alabama. And even though AJ went to a different school, of course, went to Ole Miss, they stayed close. Jalen recently was at his daughter's birthday party. They apparently talked about this. They manifested this thing. I thought the quote was really interesting by A.J. Brown when he talked about it. He, he said, quote, we know what makes each other tick. I think the sky is the limit for him, and I'm going to go to bat for him every Sunday. It's a different mentality you bring when you're playing for somebody that's important to you. There's a real buzz around the Eagles right now. I know the Sixers are in the playoffs, and that's what everyone's talking about right now, but, like, the Eagles have a real thing going here, and that, like, they actually nailed the postseason in that they got all the key parts they need. Like, we're not even talking about about Hassan Reddick as mm -hmm. one of their pass rushers. And N'Kobe Dean seems like a nice to have when this is something that they actually needed at linebacker spot. But that player, A.J. Brown, I think he's going to be as good, if not better, than all four of the rookies taken before him mm. in that draft this year. And I just think that's such a coup. It's such mm -hmm. a coup that they got A.J. Brown in the draft. Thursday, the NFL will release the full schedule for the 2022 season. A topic that is always discussed is which teams have the most primetime games. Which team right now has primetime written all over them? Shregs, this is about respect. This is about honor. It's about earning it, blood, sweat, and tears, and primetime. The two best regular season games played last year involved this team. They lost both of those games. It was a Chiefs Thursday night game that they somehow lost, and then, of course, the final game of the regular season against the Raiders. I, the Chargers are a fun watch. I don't know if they win these games. They are fun, and they got a lot better this offseason. You're telling me that they did all this last year, and they had all these fireworks, and they add Khalil Mack, and they add J.C. Jackson, and they add Sebastian Joseph Day. I don't know if they win. I don't know if they're a playoff team. I guess what? It's the Chargers. They haven't been in the last couple of years. Herbert's awesome, and so is Keenan Allen, and so is Eckler, and so is Mike Williams. And gosh, are their games entertaining. I'll put that Week 18 game uh -huh. against the Raiders, where Justin Herbert threw 19 passes in a row to get his team into overtime up against any regular season game last year. Give me the Chargers in primetime. Win or loss, I like this team. They are good answer. Yeah, they always deliver. And, of course, we're always debating the fourth down decisions. They're always 
always fun to watch. It always delivered on the, the fun <laughs> aspect of it, and that it was going to be a good game. Right. But there was always banter about, all right, what is Staley doing? Should we go? Is he going for a yes. again? Going for two? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. there was always some debates out there. Look, I think the Cincinnati Bengals are looking for that respect that you're talking about. You, you just played in the Super Bowl. You know how many one o'clock games the Bengals had last year? Thirteen. Wow. When you're a player and the schedule comes out and you have 13 1 p.m. games, you know exactly what the rest of the world thinks about you. They had one primetime game all season long, and then, of course, the playoffs, and we saw every one of those. But for that guy right there, Joey Burrow, obviously this year not having to come off the ACL recovery, I think he's going to hit the ground running. And Jamar Chase, an electric season. But for the Bengals, you know, this is this is big because when the schedule comes out, yeah. They're going to get the primetime games, and you got to deliver now. Like, now the bar has been risen. Like, everybody, you kind of flew into the radar last year. Now, all of a sudden, oh, yeah, you do. people are coming after you. Jamar Chase is there not goes. sneaking up on anybody. Mm-hmm. They're not going to let him go one-on-one. They're going to try to take him away. So, uh, for the Bengals, big task here, but I can't wait to see it at night. Me too. Uh, Peter, when you were working in Las Vegas, you and Chris Rose were on this almost Shakespearean balcony <laughs> over a sea of humanity. Do you think that that city is ready for a football game in prime so. time? Do you think it might be the Las Pretty Vegas awesome. Raiders ready to roll? Think about this. Las Vegas Raiders, uh, first they got a team, mm-hmm. then they got a stadium, then they got the draft. They're getting a Super Bowl. They're going to get prime time. It's the new head coach who is like the sexy, interesting coach because we've finally been waiting to see McDaniels. Obviously, Devontae, Carr, Chandler Jones. Like this team is made for primetime name guys in a show. Time City. That seems to me Sunday night, Monday night, Thursday night. I think the Raiders are going to get a handful. But as I say again, spin the wheel on the AFC West. There is no bad game, and we should play a game within a game on schedule release this week. How many just pure AFC West matchups are in prime time? Pick any of the four teams. I think the silver and black guys will be in a lot of them. Do you think either the Raiders or the Chargers have more prime time games than the Chiefs? I think I have a feeling. Really? I have a feeling about Las Vegas. I do. I think they're going to be more than the Chiefs. Yeah, there might be. Look, Mahomes factor. Might be a little Chiefs fatigue though. I'm serious. We respect them. They're in the title game every year. Prime time. We'll see. I think the Raiders are fresh. It's something new to look at. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique 
unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.